Hello and welcome to The Brillier Project, a podcast where we shed light on people who let their light shine bright. My name is Nico Belasco, and I will be your host, taking you on this journey of light and inspiration as I embark on this new exciting venture of mine. For this episode, we have a business growth online mentor and coach. Cassie Pajarilio Braganza helps coaches, consultants, trainers, private practitioners, and service-driven entrepreneurs claim their six-figure outcomes for their seven-figure business and turn them into seven-figure CEOs by teaching them how to adapt and leverage on timeless business principles, combined with simplified digital marketing strategies of today. So today we'll be talking about work-life integration and how important it is to find the balance in the hustle and bustle of everyday lives. I'm so thrilled to welcome onto the show, Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Nico. Nice to see you and nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. Thank you. I, you know, I went through your bio. I did all my research on you and you are such a game changer, might I say. It's so amazing to see you really making a mark, not just in your own life, but in other people's lives. Can you tell us a little about your passions and how, what you've been up to? Well, in a nutshell, um, my background really is from different industries, from being in the hospitality to advertising to marketing to sports and lifestyle. Basically, I'm the Jack and Jill of all trades, and I'm a multi-passionate, multi-potentialite. And yeah, so that's basically my background. I mean, I didn't want to go in length, I mean, in length and in depth about that. But really, um, in a nutshell, I've been a person who's curious about other people's potential and how to make things work. That's uh, something that I've been really clinging on since time immemorial. In fact, I, I, I was able to dug into this old article that I wrote in 2012 in Philippine Star. Um, I kind of forgot about that already. See, I mean, even with that, I mean, I wrote an <laughs> I wrote um, an article in the dailies. I used to contribute in the dailies, not knowing that it was actually or it can have it could have been a career. Um, so basically, it's just really all about potential like how do you find your potential how do you find this love that you have for others and and all those things so i just kept on like discovering myself but um in general the big thing that i really wanted to become was really a general manager of hotel because i figured that how come there were no or if not really no but at the time the internet was just all yahoo it wasn't really too much of a google thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i i couldn't I couldn't find anyone, any women who was really on the game or on top of becoming a general manager. So I just decided, okay, why don't we just go for it until the age of the internet happened. And, um, and I realized um, that it wasn't really, I mean, I still wanted to become that, but I realized maybe it wasn't really for me. So yeah, so that's how I pivoted and then went through startups um, and built my own. The pandemic happened and had to pivot and here we are so going a full-time on consultancy and pivoting into digital transformation as well i love that such an amazing story and i do have to say that i have mad respect for general managers my dad actually is one at the mm. moment for the oh really yes oh wow congratulations <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's not easy feat man um no, definitely yeah kudos to your dad <laughs> <laughs> but yes um you know i love what you said about pivoting because it's so easy to get caught up in life and to think that like narrow-mindedly just to think that this there's just one road and you have to go through it and you know um 
it's not always the case for everyone where they have one goal and it just they continue and they reach that goal. But they have, you know, people realize that, oh, maybe this is for me. So you have to pivot or things happen in your life and you just have to, you know, find a way to go around it. And I love that you've pivoted so many times and, you know, here you are standing today, like strong and tall, and you're making an impact in so many people's lives. And it's so amazing to hear what you've been up to and to know that you've gone through so much to get to where you are today. So hats off to you. So, oh, thank you so many. I think this is something that I would want to share also to everybody that every day is an opportunity for you to pivot. Every day is an opportunity for you to become whatever it is that you want it to become, that there is no linear path. Um, I mean, that's what we used to believe, right? Like when we're in your school, you have to be grade one in order for you to be grade two and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can definitely carve your own path. Um, granted, of course, that you know why you're doing what you're doing, or if you don't know what you're doing, at least you know your big why on why you're actually doing things. Uh, yeah, so I hope those who are listening here, don't be scared to pivot. Don't be scared to discover new things, rediscover yourself. Um, I would always say, even when my mentees do, that entrepreneurship is the best, best, best personal development you will ever get yourself into. And I'm sure you can also agree to that. You're an entrepreneur yourself and uh, you have an agency. So meaning you're a multi-potential like yourself. So. That's amazing. And it's so true. You know, we, a lot of the times, especially the younger generation, we get caught up in, you know, setting that goal for ourselves in the future and kind of, we get narrow-minded and it's so tough Mm -hmm. to get people out of that mindset and to realize you can be anything that you want to be and you will undergo different obstacles on your journey to becoming that. And that's perfectly Mm -hmm. fine. A lot of people still feel like, oh, you know, if I don't get this perfect right now, I'm a failure, but I feel like failure really is just a stepping stone. It's a learning opportunity for you to grow and to become that person that you're always meant to be. So to everyone out there listening, really take in failure, learn from your mistakes because you're going to make a lot of them and make sure that you make the most of, you know, the learnings that you have to, I mean, you know, there's no saying that you're going to fail again after that mistake, but to make sure that you learn from it and make sure you're better after that. So, yeah, yeah that's so true. I want to echo on that. A uh, <laughs> failure is such, you know, I think um, if there's anything too that I, I would always tell myself, or at least with my posts, I mean, um, this past few days, past few weeks, I've been posting about failure too. And I was like, you know what, you guys, uh, if there's anything that I have learned throughout all this pivoting is actually getting so addicted to failures and objections. Right, because I felt like these objections and failures is the one that is pushing me to actually do what I'm doing or what is it that I'm about to do or what works, what didn't work, how do you fix the I mean, without failure, you wouldn't actually know what success means. Without having all those wounds, I mean, granted, you're not gonna die. I mean, that one thing that for sure, in terms of decision, guys, ask yourself: Am I gonna die if I do this, or am I, or am I still gonna live? <laughs> right? I mean, of course, don't jump off the cliff just to know if you're gonna die or not. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get obsessed over failures and objections, but don't hold on to failures and objections too long. Because if you keep on, that's something too, 
I was holding on to a lot of failures and objections that it was keeping me from being consistent to be to mastering one thing until eventually I realized and I told myself, like, you know what, Cassie, you're so obsessed with that that you forgot to succeed. You forgot what success means. Like for you, success mm -hmm. is failure. That's that's kind of like whacked. But um, that was how I learned to pivot. That's how I learned to switch my mindset, the paradigm shift. It's just, it's such a, you know, the mind is so beautiful. Um, your conscious, your subconscious, your mind is so beautiful that it's really up to how you understand things that make the difference. So I just want to echo on that. Mm. Yes, amazing. And, you know, to add to that, there's yeah. no one way of looking at it everyone has their own perspectives and thoughts when it comes to failure and that's perfectly fine you are entitled to your own yeah and that's the beautiful thing about life you can learn in any way that you want and you know life sometimes will take the wheel and make you learn some way and that's perfectly fine too um and yeah. on that note i wanted to you know dive right into everything people are yeah. i wouldn't say failing but a lot of people are struggling with their work-life integration uh, before we head into everything, can we can can you tell us what work life integration is for you? Okay, so when people say that they would want to have work life balance in their lives, what I would always say is, honey, there's no such thing as work life balance, or at least in my perspective. I mean, how are you going to put ratio or percentages on what are you doing? Like, oh yeah, I'm on traffic today, so five percent of my time is on traffic today, so I only have ninety five percent left in my life. So what am I going to do? I mean, how are you actually going to, you know, like put balance into it? Like, how would you know mm -hmm. that? if you're in 50% already in traffic, so does that mean the rest of the 50% you're just going to sleep? Like, what does that mean, right? There's no such a thing. So work-life integration for me really is having to know deep inside with self-assessment, like what is it that you love doing? What do you love you doing? What is it that you love serving? What is it that you love helping other people with? Um, what is it that fuels, drives you and lights you up? And then integrate, meaning if this is your life, I mean, your job is not your life, right? Your life is your life. So the 50%, if you want to put a balance into that, the 50% the is actually the job that you need to do. So if you are dreading the 50%, that work that you're doing, you're wasting so much time and you're wasting your life. So what's the use of actually, you know, being in there? Is it just for money? Like money is a tool, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're stuck here, if you're stuck in that zone of dragging yourself, you don't, don't want to wake up anymore because you have to do all these things and stuff like that, that doesn't light you up. It's time to say, you know, goodbye to that and find something that when you wake up, there's going to be a jolt that a jolt of excitement and then or if it's not excitement it's something that when you see your computer but like okay it's game time let's do this you know it's something that's really going to drive you forward and make you say that life is worthwhile and honestly of course there will always be days when the motivation is not there right like sometimes you just don't want to move a needle i mean you don't want to do anything but that's the thing if you have a work-life integration Everything that you do, even if motivation is not there, the discipline and knowing your why is the one that's going to move you. Like even if you're just on your phone, you know, maybe doing your lead generation on your phone while you're on Netflix, that's actually, you know, work 
already and it's integrating already right so it's really more of getting married to the perfect you know perfect situation that you want so in a nutshell it's designing and creating the life that you want and having to know that there are no glass ceilings when it comes to potential and opportunities and it's just really all about you making things work the way that you do things and of course things are not going to be perfect but you will find the perfect ratio if you want to do the ratio for you so yeah so it's work-life balance a hey, work-life integration for me yeah i hope that that's helps. amazing yeah that does help mm -hmm. a lot and i feel like you yeah. know especially in this pandemic it's a little tough to make sure that you i mean a lot of passions are put on hold like what we were mentioning earlier photography for me and your husband it's i mean there are some restrictions that we have at the moment but i feel like before the pandemic at least a lot of people are really you know pursuing more and more a lot of people are pursuing their passions and really going after the life aspect in that and really doing what makes them happy and i love that people are really yeah. opening their eyes and just going for it because that's what life is all about right you don't like you said you don't live to work you work to live and i love um the fact that you know that's what that's what life is all you have to do is go after what you want money is a stepping stone to get to what you want to be right or to do what you want and to be happy most of the time takes a lot of effort and work but in the long run once you really find what you're passionate about and you get to pursue it you'll see the effort uh, you see the impact that it has on you and how you live your life and i love you know i love everything that you just mentioned it just opened my eyes to so many different aspects of life and it's so amazing yeah um and also i just want to add on to that um i know i have been saying that you can have your six seven figures um i mean that is the outcome of you know of what's going to happen if you work with me but here's the thing what if i tell you that you can have your seven or eight figures right so the thing here is people wants to see what is visible what is viable what is possible for them and if you actually show them that it is possible they get to be moved by that possibility and it's not just the money actually that just changes you i mean money can change you for the the worst or for the good i mean it can go both ways but it's really more on when you have work-life integration, it's most of the time it's really not the money that you're going to go for. It's, it's mm -hmm. more of like, am I waking up every day knowing that I have a peaceful life? Am I waking up every day knowing that I have done something really good today? I was able to help a life. And honestly, Nico, it's so beautiful too that I, I, I sometimes I give my pat on my back um, that I pivoted and chose to really, you know, go for a digital. I mean, this has been a plan for like a long while. It's just that I kept on prolonging it because I didn't know how, right? I didn't know how. So, but the, piv the pivoting happened because of the pandemic. And yeah, I was giving myself sometimes, actually most of the time lately, because whenever I see my mentees too, or, um, you know, changing their lives, like I have, you know, one of my mentees, I'm so, so damn proud of her because she just, you know, she messaged me and she said, hey, um, hey, Cassie, uh, we're building our dream house. <laughs> you know, it just makes you really like, I don't know, I just, 
brings tears in my eyes. And for me, it's like money is nothing. I mean, these kinds of life-changing, you know, um, situations that moves me. Or there's another one like, Cassie, you know, you you made me have this confidence that I never thought I have. I mean, those kind of, you know, it, it sounds like these are little things, but it makes me have this, this thinking that I can die tomorrow happy, you know, that I... Mm -hmm touch the life and and that is actually the the epitome of everything that i'm doing i think it comes with age too <laughs> that, yeah it comes with, i'm not sure if it comes with age but i think it comes with age that yeah sometimes i would think of you know like if i'm anxious about let's just say sometimes of course you don't have money let's just say you're running out of money because there are bills to pay debts to pay or you gotta help your parents whatever whatever those reasons are right Sometimes you get to have that. But when these kinds of stories are being filled, right, are, are, are they're sharing to you what's happening in their lives, suddenly everything's just, you know what? Screw those challenges or problems mm -hmm. because I'm fine. I'll be fine. Tomorrow I can make money and it's fine. So, yeah. So I hope that, you know, I mean, those who are listening, I mean, just like you, you said that you pivoted yourself, you had to do all these things, but you still found something that you love doing, which is creating content. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why you're doing your podcast, right? And it sparks you. That's why you're still mm -hmm. doing this, right? So happiness is different for anyone. So whatever makes you guys happy, whether it's helping another person's life, whether it's patting the, your, your dog, or whether doing, you're listening to Nico's podcast or whatever that may be, just, just do whatever it is. And happiness is your own definition. Don't let other people define what happiness is. Yeah. So true. And I love what you said about, you know, the pa I mean, I could hear the passion behind your purpose and it is so inspiring. <laughs> The fact that you are like inspiring others and you're making you're you're a game changer you're making their lives Aww. better and it's just I'm so trying. inspiring to hear you do all the things that you're doing and help all these other all these people um and you know what i'm picking up here is it's a lot of in the mindset and people really have to make sure that their mindset is right before they can get to where they want to be right so 100 percent. Mm -hmm. with that being said you know in this pandemic a lot of people are losing hope and they're, you know, they're not really looking at their life aspect and the work and life integration. So what are some ways that they can continue to keep that spark alive during the pandemic? Well, I would say you can start with well, when you wake up, when you wake up, start journaling and meditating and do this 333 formula. Um, I teach this also with my mentees. I actually have, I created my own um, planner as well. So, okay, just want to share it with you guys. I mean, you guys can see it, but yeah, I have a paper here. Guys. I can just give it, <laughs> yeah, I can just give it to Nico and then he just share it. So I created my own um, diary of sort, weekly diary. Well, not much of a diary, but a planner, like kind of like a scorecard. Um, wake up every day because okay so in this pandemic let's just put it in a situation this pandemic has held us all hostage we're like kids grounded like as if the, the god or the universe or whoever you believe in right said guys everybody you're grounded you're at home so stay there it's right so you're like grounded mm -hmm. so it's it's natural that for us to get burnt out knowing that you're gonna wake up you see your your, your laptop and then three steps away you're working again and then suddenly like you know it's like a routine 
So I would say number one is to, for the, when, when you wake up, number one, write down three things that you're going to do for yourself, three things that you're going to do for your family or maybe your business, and then three things that you are going to do for whatever else that may be right so three things for yourself three things for your family and three things that you're grateful for right so those things if you can stick with those three that's fine now do the first three things which is for yourself first in that order why because majority of the time when you do things for yourself when you do it um in a later time it will never get really good it's not it's not going to happen, right? So I want you to think about yourself first. So what could that be? It could be you meditate in the morning, first thing in the morning, or maybe have a 15-minute walk um, and enjoy the vitamin D of the sun while you're listening to a podcast or take a long, cold shower or maybe fix the bed. I mean, those things. I mean, it doesn't have to be scientific or drastic, whatever. Like, do only those three things. Next is think about when you write it on your on your journal, on your paper, whatever you, you're going to put it, what are the three things that you're going to do for your business? So what is going to be the focal point of the entire week and what are you going to do for the day, All right? And just focus on one thing, right? So if you feel, if you place in there, I'm going to work on my website. Okay, that's too vague, guys. So what you can do is to break it down, break it down, and then try to see, okay, what can I do today? Or I can stretch the entire week and then just stick to that right so that's what you can do and the three things that you're grateful for absolutely important it's like this thing about writing what you're grateful for or thinking about what you're grateful for it helps you with your anxiety it can also prepare you towards big shifts it can also prepare you towards challenges it's maybe have in your mindset too it's going to help you a lot so it's preparedness towards the hardships and also gives you this magic happy pill um when every day it just makes you happy right so by knowing that there are three things so when you know when shit hits the fan you can and then you write down three things that you're grateful for you'll always remember that you're lucky you'll always remember that you are blessed beyond crazy right like you're not there's nothing for you to actually say that I'm kawawa. I mean, I'm huh, right? Or be pity yourself anything. So yeah, so that's actually that. Um, next is for you to also think about what can you do for others, right? Um, whether if you're posting online, right? Just like you, Nico, your uh, social media strategies. When you post something online, are you posting something just because you want to post? Or are you posting something substantial that maybe when you die and people see that post, will it remind them of something good, right? Right. So be intentional on what you are posting. Be intentional on what you are sharing. Be intentional. Do things. And then number three is also to think about your five senses. So what about the five senses? Five senses basically it's a, like a passion project. I mean, for me, I mean that's how I look into it. Your 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 five senses is basically well we all know what the five senses is but basically it's having to check on what is the environment that you put yourself into right so what are the things that you actually look at when you wake up in the morning is your room clean right so if your room clean does it mean that you have a clearer thinking as well right or and then when you also go to your bathroom does it smell good 
right? And just all these little things, like these five senses, even the things that you watch. Like, are you, I mean, I don't know if you agree with me, but K-drama or Netflix is so much better than telenovelas. I mean, what telenovelas <laughs> in the Philippines have, you know? Yeah. yeah right mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i love the local scene but we gotta do a lot of work on that guys mm-hmm. but yeah. right so but yeah right but what are you listening to what are you watching because it's feeding your mind you're also feeding your mind and here's the thing this anxiety your mental health on all these things they're all interconnected and the only one of the biggest way or the yeah biggest way that you can do to protect your your mental health because a lot of people would say i need to protect my mental health yeah guys but how are you like how what are you doing to protect your mental health why are you puffing the cigarette why are you you know drinking so much alcohol? i mean i'm not saying those are bad maybe it depends on your definition of bad and good but what are you doing right what are you listening and stuff like that so basically those are the things that you can do in terms of making the day um, integrated as well and making the day worthwhile. I hope that I kind of answered and gave you a step-by-step, you know, um, information how to do things. So I hope that helps. Yes, definitely. I love it. I mean, to add to what you were saying, I do have a gratitude journal that I carry with me and I write every day. I have a list. I try to list down at least 10 things that I'm grateful for every morning before I start the day. So that's definitely something that helps me. Yeah. yeah, I try. You're an overachiever. And then overachiever. Not- <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> no, but that's good. That's good. That's if good. not, I yeah. threw it out in the end of the day. But yeah, I mean, it's something, you know, having the attitude of gratitude is just so life-changing. I mean, before the pandemic hit, yes. I didn't have it, to be honest. And um, I only recently discovered that your life can shift so much if you just learn to be grateful for what you have in front of you at the moment. And it, may- it might not seem like much, because we are so blinded. We look at other people, we look at social media, we're blinded by so many different factors in our lives, but we don't realize that there is so much to be grateful for that's right in front of us. You know, having a family, having food on the table, clothes to wear, a roof over our head. These are the simple things, super simple, but until you experience not having it, I mean, that's when you know the difference. And it's, it's tough, people do experience it, but it, you don't have to um, experience, experience not having it to not have this gratitude towards it. So that's something that I would definitely recommend to everyone is to appreciate everything because, you know, life really is too short and you want to make sure that you love one that you're grateful for because you have a lot to be grateful for. And I also love yeah. what you mentioned about being intentional. Um, mm-hmm. I am. That's something that I, you know, last week because I'm in this I'm in the well-being boost program. Um, this is a program done by Kimmy Liu. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Yeah, yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Kimmy is actually a friend of my mom, and my mom helps her in oh. this well-being program. Yeah. And ah, so cool. The, yeah. Yeah. One of the the themes for this for this past week was intention, and so throughout the week I reflected and I thought, you know, what can my intention for the month be? And I actually came up with something that. I want to carry with me for the rest of my life and it's rise today and every day in every way possible. So oh, it's, you know, wow. it's so good. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's helped me throughout this past week and I hope that it can continue to motivate me and inspire me. And I think that's so important to have an intention in everything you do. It doesn't have to be that deep. 
guys. It could be simple. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it could be super simple. It could be deep. It could be extravagant. It's totally up to you, but that's the beauty of it. Um, you get to add your own flair to it. So that's mine. And then I also loved what you mentioned about, you know, being aware of the information that you take in or, you know, mm. anything that you take in because it's so important. Um, I used to listen to, you know, music that wasn't so great like i would listen to a yeah. lot of sad songs and i you know i'd be like why do i feel so sad it's all the sad. time <laughs> yeah but i didn't realize that that's why you know listening to sad songs influenced my my brain and you know of course that's gonna happen you have to be aware of the information that you're taking in especially when there's so much in front of us right social media the news publications that are putting stuff out there being aware is, I feel like it's the first step toward, one of the first steps towards being a better person or the person that you're always meant to be or want to be. So thank you for sharing that. Those are such yeah, great tips. Of course. And thank you for sharing also, you know, that, and, and I feel too, and I think that having to have this gratitude, this attitude of gratitude makes us kinder, not just for ourselves, but also to other people. Because I realize too that in this world of, you know, I mean, being solopreneurs or CEOs or whatever you want to call yourself or whatever you're doing right now. Everybody is hustling, right? Everybody is doing their own thing. And there will always be other people who will misunderstand you. There will always be some people who will take you negatively. Or, I mean, in my case, I would always be called as ambitious negatively. Like, Cassie, you're so ambitious and stuff like that. And for me, for a, for a while, for a time, it really... You know, it just knocked me off a bit because I felt like, is it bad to be ambitious? Is it bad to actually do what I'm doing? Is it bad to pursue what I love? I mean, what I want to do? Is it? I mean, all these things. And then suddenly, you know, when you put into the attitude of gratitude, it prepares you for those moments that, hey, it's not about to be ambitious because of your ambition, you were able to donate to a charity. Because of this ambitious job, you were able to change a person's life, even if they had to pay you, but because that is an exchange of energy, right? So there are a lot of things. So I don't know, like I just wanted to share in here also with you when you said about what's that rice every day? What's that your your mantra? Something to do with it things rise like that? today and every day in every way possible. Exactly. So when you rise today and every day possible, from my understanding, is it, are you elevating yourself to become a better person? Are you minding your own business? Are you minding your own path? Are you carving your own thing? And if other people would think of you negatively or other people would say, you know, whatever they want to say about you, it's not your business. Because your business is to rise every day and do something that you know in your conscience is clear. And if you fall, I mean, maybe there are mistakes that, oh, shucks, I should have not said that. That was hurtful. Then again, because of that awareness, right, now you're grateful because uh, now I know that those words harmed someone. So I will be, I will, I will ask forgiveness, right? So I think that gratitude thing and i love it that you're doing 10 <laughs> you're such an overachiever okay, <laughs> <I cried you? laughs> yeah so yeah so even intentionality intentionality has become a buzzword nowadays um and it's hard i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure with you but intentionality can be hard it's like a muscle too 
Because mm-hmm. when you post something online, it's showing off vulnerability. You become so vulnerable because you're exposing something that other people are not comfortable doing. And because they're not comfortable, right? And you hit the spot and they're going to say, sorry for the word, shit about you. I mean, there will be other. And mm-hmm. some other would see, maybe he would see, oh my gosh, this, this person is so inspiring. I can't do that. I mean, again, because of the attitude of gratitude, it can shift the way that you think towards other people too and the way that you also do things. And hence, therefore, intentionality can also be something else for other people and it can, it can mean other things for, for you. But at the end of the day, ask yourself again, by being intentional, am I helping? Am I showing other people what is possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just want to echo on that rice mantra that you have, which is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I do have to add to that, you know, people mm-hmm. will, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. People will say something about you and what you're doing, especially if you're passionate about it and you're, you know, there will always be people trying to take you down or have negative things to say about you. But just to, just to add to that, you know, it's really just about how you take in the information that you do and how you shift that. Maybe it's, you know, maybe they're jealous. Maybe they're, they want to be in your position, but you are, you have to take into consideration that you're living your life, um, you know, to make you yourself happy and to inspire others at the same time. And it's not in your intention to, you know, make people feel bad about themselves. So it's not your problem, it's theirs. And it's there, it's on them to really take in what they do and have that perspective. But, you know, you just have to keep going and you have to keep pushing and powering through all that because that negativity, the criticism that's thrown your way, it's actually making you a better person. In the long run, you'll be grateful for it. Yeah, I can only imagine how celebrities actually handle it. It's like, how do you guys do this? Right? Like, yeah, it's so much mental muscle if there's even a word for that. So, yeah. Yeah, hats off to them. And, you know, especially when you're you're integrating this in your work and your life, you know, people will say stuff about anything these days, um, you know, whether whether it's right or wrong, people always want to have an opinion about something and it's just, inevitable. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, you just, just keep pushing and keep powering through guys, because if you love what you do, then, and you're, you know, you're making a positive difference and an impact in other people's lives, then, you know, what's, what's a, a sentence or two about, you know, bringing you down, just keep pushing. And I love how oh, yeah. you're pushing, oh, yeah. you're powering through, you're making waves in doing what you do and it's so inspiring. So I hope that people really yeah. can keep watching and keep listening to you because you have so many gems that you're throwing at everyone. So many words of wisdom. Well, so thank you. Well, I, l- I learned from everybody. I just learned more stuff mm-hmm. about that from you too. So it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm getting to hear these kinds of things from someone else and from someone too because it feels like, oh, okay, at least I'm in a better world right now. <laughs> like I'm surrounded by people who are also gratitude. I mean, are also grateful for the things that they have or maybe don't have and have this kind of thinking of helping other people or helping yourself first, most importantly. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And on that note, you know, people... A lot of people get stuck on the whole, the corporate life or, you know, working and they get stuck on, oh, I have to make a living. I have to pay for all my bills. And, you know, you know, that's just, that's normal. But, you know, when you integrate your work-life integration, how do people 
like how do they know when it's time to prioritize the life aspect of it because i know that people really get caught up and stuck up in the work aspect so how do they really take into consideration the life and you know kind of know when okay it's time for me to take a step back from from work when they can at least and focus on myself like what are some steps that they can take to really make that happen good question nico um i would say you know i i'm we need people in the nine to fives we need people in the corporate we need people to be you know that's something i wanted to share too um I think a lot of, I mean, most of us are saying, hey, quit your nine to five. You know, that's the best life here. Best life is becoming an entrepreneur. And like, oh, guys, um, that's a different <laughs> thing altogether. You're not sure what you're saying. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it's that different animal altogether. Yeah. So I would say even if you are, um, whether you are fit for a nine to five or maybe you're not fit for entrepreneurship do you right do you so let's just say if this nine to five that you're on right now is not making you happy but you know you're still a nine to five kind of person a corporate kind of person then go for something that you love or go for something that will give you growth so example for which is example um what what can i think about okay so example for me i wanted to become a general manager of a hotel right so for me, um, I didn't want to be in a hotel for 15 years just to be in a, just to, you know, reach that status. And I, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to stick to one hotel 15 years. Although some other people would love that. I mean, the stability, the routine, you know, the familiarity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. But that wasn't my jam. So I have always been this person like, okay, I know that there is so much more that I can learn in my this nine to five. How do I get to maximize it? And how do I get to grow right and i think of it as um actually the way that i always see things in corporate before is that when i'm in corporate they're actually paying me for my own tuition like thanks guys for paying my own tuition i'm, I'm the one who's learning here you're tra you're training me and you're paying mm -hmm. me like right so that's how i mean instead of thinking like yeah i'm i'm, I'm in the workforce pay me i mean it's the other way around that's how i always mm -hmm. think of it so one step is number one think of your ikigai or if you don't know what your ikigai guys google that i don't want to explain it anymore but it's basically knowing what is it that you want to do and what is your zone of genius and stuff so think about it so if you want to become a general manager what are the steps in terms of becoming a general manager perhaps you have to learn sales perhaps you have to learn um, front office perhaps you have to learn the back end you have to learn all these things and stuff like that so ask yourself once that you're in the front office and then you've stayed there for a couple of while um, are you growing or are you stagnant or you need a little bit more stretching? If you need a little bit more stretching and realize that, go to the HR and tell the HR, hey, it's time for me to grow. Is there any place for me to grow? Right. If the HR says, uh, sorry, there's no vacancy, there's no other way for you. Or you, even if you shadow other people, there's there's no way for you to do that. OK, then it's time for you to transfer to a new Andover. Right. So as for me, I wanted to become a marketing director because my GMs, all my GMs are saying, Cassie, if you want to become a GM, you got to know sales and marketing from the you know from the get go. So I was like, OK, so I went to Ogilvy, went to all these things. So for you guys, right, again, if it's not stretching you, it's not expanding you, ask the HR, what can you do in order for you to grow? If there's no room for growth, okay, set a game plan for yourself because entrepreneurship is not an escape goat. Hey, escape goat, an escape plan, sorry, escape goat, mm -hmm. what? It's not an escape plan, right? Not unless if you feel like I am already equipped with so much, you know, uh, with so much, um, 
experiences that I can go entrepreneur and I, I will go all in. Because guys, entrepreneurship is more than just a nine to five. Entrepreneurship is actually 24 seven. So, <laughs> I mean, you can yeah. dictate the time. Yeah, you can, right, Nico, right? So you can dictate the time, sure. You can plot your time, sure. You do whatever you want, sure. But it's 24 seven because your business is you for now. And even more so if you have people, like if you have teammates or who's working with you, it will become even more than just 24 seven because you have to think about their welfare too. So it's kind of like a corporate too, right? So yeah, so if you guys are sick and tired of your nine to five, I don't want you to leave the nine to five if you are the nine to five kind of person. Just look for ways to grow and discover something new maybe apply for a new job and then wait until the uh, new job happens or if you feel like okay it's time to have the white flag then go ahead be an entrepreneur but what is your plan have a plan right in terms of the money aspect too um there are a lot of people who are risk takers who will just you know forget about you know the money i'm just gonna screw this i'm just gonna like be an entrepreneur come with me and stuff like that sure you can go that but think about also your responsibilities do you have to pay for your bills you have to pay for that so at least have at least six months of savings or a year in this case what i learned in this pandemic have a year's worth of savings before you call it you know like goodbye right so you can transition right if there's no choice for you let's just say for you to grow in that company but you don't have that one year worth of savings to fuel you to sustain you a bit while you're looking for another job do a side hustle until you finally say hey this side hustle is thriving now i'm growing in this kind of in this side hustle then leave so popular you know popular advice would always say you know what you're you're not happy go leave for me you're not happy do something about it so I hope that helps. <laughs> yeah, I love did that. I make did I did I make sense? I hope I made sense. Yeah, that super did. Yeah, of course. And you know, it's so important to really realize when you're not, and when it's time for you to grow. Those are the those are the first yeah. steps towards you know getting to where you want to be, right? So again, we go back to being aware, and awareness plays a huge role in growth and growing into the person that you your full potential, right? So yeah. Guys, Make sure that you guys are aware of, you know, your feelings. A lot of the times we'll push back what we're feeling because, you know, we don't like it or because it's not, we feel like it's not serving us, but it's actually, it's like, it's like a notification, you know, it's like <laughs> you have to make sure that you get to it because if you don't, you're going to regret it in the long run. So yeah. Make sure yeah. And also the emotions. You're right about that, Nico. Um, emotions can... You know, I mean, can either eat you alive or it can also move you towards impulsive decisions. So don't make decisions when you're mad. Don't make decisions when you are frustrated about anything. Just don't make decisions. Because when you make decisions, chances are it's the wrong one. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. I wanted to ask you also, um, you know, in your opinion, what is the most important factor to living a balanced life with both work and life integration? It's really knowing what are your non-negotiables and design the life that you want. It's really knowing what would be, it's not really an end goal, but at least something that you've envisioned 
right? So if you envision to have, you know, to live in a beach house and stuff like that, then break your way towards designing that and making it happen. It may not be tomorrow, but at least it's going to happen because you've always held on to that vision real tight. And I learned this along the way because I saw my diary when I was 16 and also my diary in 2000 and something i forgot anyway i saw it and i just can't believe on how much i have crossed stuff that i never thought i would be able to achieve i mean imagine this nico before i would place in there i wanted to be i wanted to buy my own car and it felt like eons ago it felt like such a huge thing you know right when you're 16 i mean come on like how are you gonna pay for a car right so when you're 16 um, at least in mm -hmm. the philippines it's difficult but yeah. having to see it, and I was very specific. Like I wanted it green, I wanted it that, and then I also had also there place there. I want to ride um, a Mini Cooper. I mean, I have those that specific, and it's just amazing when I saw it. I was like, holy cow, it actually happened, right? I mean, it may not be mine. I mean, I rented it when I was in the states. But your vision, whatever you're envisioning, has always been there, and it will always stick. So. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is as you're envisioning, you guys, uh, you do you. If if you want to live in a mansion, go ahead and do that. If you want to live in a small house, go ahead and do that. If you want to be filthy rich living in a one-bedroom condominium, then do that. Whatever. So envision whatever you want to do and just do whatever you want to do. And just make sure you're not hurting anyone. So, And then you'd be fine. Mm. Definitely. And, yeah. you know, I do believe in that. I believe in the law of attraction. And I do believe that, you know, if you really work your way towards anything and you will it to happen, you have the right mindset when doing so, it will happen eventually. There's no telling us when it will, but eventually. It will. It will. Eventually. Eventually. So that's cool. that's yeah. amazing to hear that it worked for you. And I hope that people out there can really take it into their own lives because it worked for me too. And it can definitely work for them. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to, you know, I mean, I don't want people to think like, oh, Nico and Cassie, you both guys are privileged or whatever. I mean, I just <laughs> want to like speak the truth here. But imagine this in the Olympics, right? Remember the three miler, um, the yeah, the three minutes, three miles. I forgot how many miles it is, or a mile rather, right? Three minutes in a mile. Who would have thought that a human being can actually do that? But because someone really push himself that even if he wasn't privileged he does i mean you know olympians are not you know like they're not filthy rich or whatever right mm -hmm. i mean they're not like a bill gates kind of status right yeah. but they've been doing through this mastery and their mindset is solid right and they made everybody see what is possible and hence right after that a lot of more Olympians were able to cross a mile in three minutes or even less, right? So just wanted to share that, uh, that work-life integration is, it doesn't have to be complex. It's just really minding your own business. I love that. Right? So amazing. Yeah, mm, so true. I do right? believe that. And, you know, I wanted to ask you also, do you have a motto that you live by? And if so, what is it? A lot of a motto, I have a lot, but what I usually say now is drive ambition, serve love every day. Drive ambition, serve love every day. Because the more that you, 
if you want to give more, you got to make more. And when you make more, you got to give more. It's like a law of reciprocity. So drive ambitions for love. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of more. Yeah, there are a lot of yeah. more. But yeah, yeah. Before I used to say, what was that? I used to say, I don't need easy. I need possible. Love that. And that I yeah, and then I heard um the surfer girl Bethany also say saying that mm. I was like, that's my girl, right? Because I, I don't know if you that you know that sir. Yeah, so I don't know if you remember Bethany Hamilton. I think it was Bethany Hamilton when her yeah. arm was bitten mm-hmm. by right and she lost soul it. Surfer. And yep. right, soul surfer, and she still pursued. Um, yeah, and because of that too, it was like. That's my girl, right? Like, how, I mean, what? I mean, if she was able to still live the life that she wants, who the heck am I to say that I can't do that? Um, so I hope that every person who listens to your podcast as well, Nico, and they get to realize that things are possible if you truly believe in it and if you work for it and you just keep on doing what you're doing with mastery and don't be scared to fail. Don't be scared. The more yeah. that you fail, the more you'll feel what success means. So, yeah. Amazing. And, you know, failure, like I always say, is a stepping stone to really learning what it is you need. And it's equipping you to become that better person and achieve the goal that you have. So a lot of people have the mindset of, you know, failure is terrible. If I <laughs> fail once, I'll probably fail the rest of my life. But that's so not true. And if you do fail a lot more times, it's actually a good thing because it's helping you learn from those mistakes that you make and, you know, really better yourself and better what it is that you're doing and improve everything. So embrace failure, guys. Breakthroughs are there. The more that, you know, I don't know if you agree with me with this, Nico. The more that it hurts, the more that it's so difficult to achieve, the more that you pursue it. And then once that you get into that, whatever it is that you wanted to achieve, it just feels like you're a champion. The breakthrough is just going to like appear and then with confetti all around, it's just going to feel like the rainbows and everything. It's just weird, (laughs) right? So if it's hard, right? I mean, I know everything is hard right now, but if you switch your mindset and call it as a challenge for you to you know, to get better, like what is it that, okay, if something is wrong right now, how do you make it right? If something is challenging right now, what is it teaching you? There's a, okay, I I guess another quote I would say is there's a reason, uh, there's a reason for every season and every solution, uh, every, wait, every situation has a solution. There you go. There's a reason for every season. There is a solution in every season. I mean, in every, yeah, so there. (laughs) So I hope that they get to find, um, you know, that sweet spot of embracing their authentic selves and just, do what you want to do and um, embrace it. That's and it's never going to be easy. Whatever, mm-hmm. Everything that's worth it is not easy. That's why Very it's worth true. it. And you know, with mm-hmm. everything going on in your life right now, what inspires you to keep pushing? My ambition. <laughs> really. Um, I would always say this too, that when I die... I know it sounds morbid, but it has always been my thing. Like when I die, I want people to go into the room and um, they would tell stories with each other on how they feel that if when they meet me or when they met me, it feels like they also 
met the other people too around the room because i always see i when i whenever i go out i mean at least in the past whenever i go out i would always assume my friends are friends but they're not mm -hmm. right so yeah. <laughs> i was like oh yeah well, right. and then i see someone oh you remember her i'm like no oh shoot <laughs> right so i would always assume so i just wanted to you know like when i die i just wanted to have people to just come in i mean i don't you know i, I don't need a party or anything or i don't want to i don't want people to be crying and stuff but i really wanted to have stories knowing that i can see my soul and maybe you know and then or maybe when i go to heaven and then i have a bank of stuff that oh i did this cool so that's something that I want to go look for, look forward to. And another another one is to really find my dharma. I really want to find my dharma. Like, what is the reason why am I here? Right? Why? I mean, sure. I mean, money, sure, whatever. I mean, success, yeah, sure, whatever. But why? What? Why is the reason? Why are you here? Like right now? Why? Why am I? Why am I talking to you, Nico? Why are you talking to me? Like, what is the reason? Why are we talking? So I've always been like looking into that kind of, you know, um, kind of, I don't know, situation or thinking. Like, there's a reason for every season, right? So there's a reason why this is happening. So maybe Nico, like, there's a soul right now who is, you know, who needed this kind of conversation, and we are actually talking about this. Maybe that's one. I don't know, like maybe you're asking me questions that other people is also, you know, asking themselves. Or maybe I am also talking right now and then maybe I'm also asking you a question. I mean, <laughs> so what is it? So that's actually that. So I just really want to know why am I here? And I know why I'm here, but what I know may not be the one. You know what I mean? I don't know if you get mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Do I make sense? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But, you know, you're doing amazing and you are really, like I said earlier, changing the game, making sure that people really enjoy their lives and make the most of it at the same time. And it's just so inspiring to see you do that. And Thank my, you. Last question, my last question for you today before we wrap up, you know, the podcast, the Brillia Project, um, Brillia is actually a French word that directly translates to shine. So mm. I wanted to ask you, how do you let your light shine bright? My serving love every day. That's it. Amazing. And I, you, it's definitely <laughs> evident in all that you've done. And, you know, in this conversation alone, it's so obvious that you're passionate about doing what you're doing and you have a purpose behind it. And I feel like that's so important in anything that you do, really, to understand the purpose because it's a driving force and making sure that you continue to do it and you keep at it and you really pursue it as much as you possibly can because. There's no telling the how many lives that you'll touch in your time on this earth. And it doesn't matter if you feel like you are inspiring or not. Mm -hmm. In more ways than one, everyone is. And you really just have yeah. to find your niche and know that you yeah. are. Everyone's a game changer in their own way. And it's just a matter of opening their eyes and really realizing that. And so I want to say thank you, Cassie. Yeah. You really have you know, inspired so many people. And you've inspired me in this conversation alone. And I'm grateful that our our paths have crossed and that we get to have this you know for everyone to hear yeah and thank you nico for you know for having this hobby of yours shine through as well uh and i hope again those who are listening you know just do what what will make you happy define your own happiness and what and all these hardships are going to pass as well so just do you 
And whatever other people may also say about you, it's okay. Why? It just means there's more room for growth. So just hang on and hold on to the vision really tight and just move forward. So thanks again, Nico. Amazing. And before we wrap up, do let us know where we can find you and connect. Yes. So I am on social. Everything is Cassie Pajarillo, K-A-S-S-Y-P-A-J-A-R-I-L-L-O. And I also have a Power Profile Biz Accelerator, which is my 12-month program, wherein we turn your network into paid high-ticket clients with a plan. Um, just apply. Um, it's Well, you can go to CassiePajarillo.com or just click on to the show notes where Nico is going to place the link. So just go ahead and, uh, yeah, and Click on that. Um, we are still um, enrolling people, but it's basically for coaches, consultants, private practitioners, and serious service entrepreneurs who really want to serve love. So if that's you, go ahead and message me. Amazing. Everyone do message. And, you know, thank you so much again, Cassie, for hopping on the show and for dropping your words of wisdom. I hope that everyone can really take in the wisdom that you've shared today because it can definitely take them a long way in life. And we really do appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you too. Now to everyone out there listening, stay up to date with upcoming episodes by following the Brillier Project on Instagram and Facebook at T-H-E-B-R-I-L-L-E-R Project. And don't forget to like and follow us here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Again, I am your host, Nico Velasco. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to let your light shine bright.